0: Welcome to uh, our first ever episode. We're not going to use our names. we're not going to talk about the companies that we work for, but we are going to talk about social situations and you know what it's like navigating through these situations in a corporate setting. And I guess together uh, my friend and I have what I would say about what 40 years of experience, maybe maybe more.
1: Oh, no. I'm, I'm already 30 years. Plus. So
0: it's so it's like 50 years of experience working in corporate settings. So we have a lot of material to draw on, I think. Our first topic for today is meetings, which is something that everybody has to sit through. I don't know how you feel about it, but I never really enjoy going to meetings. I think they're a complete waste of time.
1: Well, I, I think some have value. I like face-to-face meetings because you get to see people's reactions. You see them sweat. You see them... You know, react to what you need them to react to. However, uh, today's society and and, and, and technology, face to face is no longer necessary. We do conference calls, we do, uh, you know, Skyping and webinars and things like that, and it really takes too much of your time. To be honest with you, I don't like them either, but I think some of them are valuable, especially with customers and things like that. So the, the worst part is the starter. Who starts the meeting?
0: Well, that, if you call the meeting, you should start the meeting,
1: right? Well, see, that's, my, that's the problem for me because I never prepare for the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> so have to start the meeting. It's usually a problem. And I'm always in that situation where they say, okay, you start the meeting. And I'm like, what's this meeting about again? <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> so it usually doesn't go well after that. You know, it's just like since you're the guy calling the meeting and you have no idea what the meeting is for. Well, that's, you know that – be that... many times.
0: That is a problem. Yeah, you know, you should do a little prep work. Even the preparation, if you read it, people don't know how to be brief. Like they'll send out a 45-page deck, and who's going to read that? Seriously, who's going to read it? And then there's guys who, the way they conduct the meeting is they'll read through every single line of every single page. Literally, I've seen people fall asleep.
1: Yeah, especially in the afternoon. (laughs) Now, here's some helpful hints how not to fall asleep in a meeting. One, chew gum, bring mints. Uh, increase your artistic abilities by drawing, ask questions, have something to drink, make jokes, do something, anything, just to keep your eyes open, because people do see you falling asleep, unfortunately.
0: What I don't understand is the mints. What do you do? You throw them at people? No, yeah. by
1: sucking on a mint, it kind of keeps you awake.
0: <laughs> you know what? I never knew that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. have to try that. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then chewing it's even better, because it requires more energy. <laughs> and it increases... It increases your metabolism and you kinda of stay alert. So you chew hard mints. I'm I'm a I like lifesavers preferably because they're large and they last longer. Not a tic tac guy because they make a lot of noise when you you know, take them out of the container. People want them. That's the problem with bringing mint, people want the mints. So what is the protocol for offering mints to other people? You grab a pocketful, you may have three or four. Now keep in mind, you're anticipating an hour meeting. You're probably going to be asleep within 15 minutes of the meeting, so you have to really use, you know, you have to utilize those mints for the next 45 minutes.
0: You know what? Somebody should do a study on this. So, you know, we should call a meeting to do a study on the mints. <laughs> the average, seriously, the average length of a mint. You know, how many you should bring. This is the type of thing that gets decided. So, yeah, it's a good topic. Well,
1: and then here's another situation. Okay. When you go to clients and you have a meeting, and they ask you, do you want coffee? Can I get you something to drink? What do you do? Yes or no?
0: Why not yes?
1: Well, two reasons. One, you may have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> what that's... Okay. Yes. Now, let's say you do have to go to the bathroom before the meeting starts, and then you drink coffee or tea or whatever. I'm a tea drinker. And then you have to go to the bathroom after the meeting. And then they say, there's something wrong with this guy. <laughs> Why is he always, is he a coke addict? Does he have a stick coke that he's going to the bathroom so much?
0: Too many bathroom breaks.
1: Too many bathroom breaks. And you what if gotta, you don't like the beverages that they have?
0: Uh, that's another good point. What if you taste the coffee and it's bitter and you do like a spit take? You spit it on the, the guy who's sitting next to you. Right. You don't want that either.
1: Now, I, I've been in situations where people have come in and I offer them a cup of coffee. They take the coffee and they don't finish the coffee. They leave the coffee. Now you become a housemaid or something in that respect. You now have to discard the coffee.
0: You're the VP of whatever, and now you're a busboy.
1: You lowered yourself down to that level.
0: Lower pay grade.
1: Lower pay grade. (laughs) You have to do it. Otherwise, that coffee will sit there until the next meeting. But I always say when you have a meeting, if you want to encourage people to come, bring food. That people like. They like to, you know, you come around noon or so, bring cookies and stuff like that that, that people like. You
0: know? Yeah, yeah,
1: okay. But then you're in the awkward situation. How many sandwiches do you eat? Do you pile up on your plate with the potato salad and the, and two sandwiches or, and then the other guy is looking at you like, geez, I'm not getting anything.
0: Yeah, you don't want to come across like a Gavon. Sometimes You know, it's sometimes the best thing to do is, is not take the food, not take the beverage. You know, you can always come up with a polite excuse. It doesn't even have to come up with an excuse. No, thank you. You know, no thank you. I have irritable bowel syndrome. You don't have to say that. You just have to say no thank you, and leave it at that.
1: You know? I have digestive issues.
0: I have digestive issues. Uh, and somebody I'm allergic. Needs, yeah, I need a window open, and I need the wastebasket mm-hmm. right next to my seat. If you're on a web call, um, a conference call, it, there's a lot of bad behavior that you have to avoid. For example, you might think you're on mute, but you're not, and you're talking to somebody else, and everybody can hear you.
1: And yes, there's the 20 guys.
0: people on the call, and somebody's going, "Hey, Joey, Joey, yeah, no, I'll take a Big Mac, a big. Now you know I'm trying to cut down on the fries, so get me a small."
1: The guy, uh, is, the guy that's hitting the keyboard, he's typing while he's speaking. The mad typist. The mad you know? typist without putting the mute button on.
0: Don't put you. Yeah, it doesn't put the mute, and he's got a freaking like you can type 300 words a minute. This guy.
1: But how about the guy like? So Joe, what do you think about this situation? And their silence. Joe, Joe, are you there? I I I don't know if Joe hung up. Do you think Joe hung up? Oh, I'm sorry, I had the mute button on. Right. Why don't you realize you had the mute button
0: on? If they can't see you, first of all, they don't know if you're paying attention or not. You're probably not. When I'm on, you know, conference calls, I'm reading something else, or I'm doing, you know, I'm never 100% totally paying attention to what's going on. So you got to be careful.
1: Yeah, but the good part is you do save on gum and uh, <laughs> yeah. life savers because you can fall asleep and nobody can see you now and you can always use the mute button excuse. So by the second time that they call your name and then you can say, oh, I'm sorry I had the mute button on but do not use the hold button because companies have music in the hold button.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And you have everyone speaking and you're hearing like Frank Sinatra in the background. <laughs> You don't know someone's screaming at you. To who put you on hold? Now you really look like a uh, you know a moron.
0: So this is okay. Some basic tips for basic if tips. you're on a conference call. Very very good stuff here. We, you know, consultants get paid thousands of dollars for this type of advice. I'm telling you, <laughs> seriously.
1: <laughs> and we're giving it for free.
0: This is golden. I've noticed that people are starting to schedule meetings now at very odd times. For example, it almost never. In my earlier life, did I have a meeting ever scheduled at noon? Because people generally said this is lunchtime, and it's not cool to do it. But now they're doing it all the time.
1: I think because more people are now not leaving their desk and eating at their desk. Hopefully, with the mute button on, chewing. Yes. And hearing them unravel the, uh, you know, unwrap the the sandwich, (laughs) and then eating the potato chips. So yes, you're right, it, it's, and I really get upset with that. People are very inconsiderate of your time, and you know all right, the only time that really is relevant though, to me is if you're, you're dealing with someone on the East Coast. Or on overseas. the West Coast. Dealing with the West Coast, they seem to adapt to our time for some reason. They'll get in the office at 6 o'clock and so forth like that. And I guess they can leave earlier because they really don't care. They're stoned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, expected an earthquake anyway. So. <laughs> That's true. <And laughs> what it's, do uh, people do? Come to work with helmets on? Then you have the situation in the meeting when it's time to volunteer. Who does what? Especially the one that says, okay, who's going to take notes? Notes. <laughs> we got to take notes?
0: Well, listen, if you take notes, the chances are you're not going to fall
1: asleep. But then people got to read your notes. They're not going to read them. Yeah, they have to come up with these the, you know, here's the minutes.
0: For, l- l- let me do, ask. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever read the minutes of a meeting ever?
1: Well, if you recall the previous discussions we've had about ten minutes ago, I don't prep for meetings, so no. The answer would be no. <laughs> I yeah. never read the minutes. I don't know why they call minutes when they're hours. And <laughs> who has time to read the minutes? I'm not even. I don't even have time to be in the the current situation. I'm going to go back. <laughs>
0: There are people who go over the minutes with a fine-tuned comb, and I have seen emails saying, I never said should be, I said could be. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not joking with you. I have to admit, there are certain times um, when I have behaved badly in a meeting. For example, I have dropped the F-bomb in a meeting one time, All right, but it was embarrassing.
1: How do you rebound from being embarrassed at a meeting? You, you, you gotta come up with really good excuses why you've acted like inappropriately or whatever. But you have to justify your behavior to save face. You, you really do. Now, especially if no one else is supporting you, you better be very creative.
0: Well, nobody's gonna support somebody who just drops the F bomb, you know? Well
1: that's when you start using excuses like I just was at the doctor yesterday and I got bad news. Well, every we single <laughs> kind of you know, hopefully they don't ask you what the bad news is. Now you have to continue to lie.
0: How about I have Tourette's syndrome?
1: that mm-hmm. be <laughs> consistent with that. <laughs> well, but actually,
0: that that could open up the door for you. Any kind of like abnormal behavior, you know. Once you let yeah. that one out, it's like none nobody can hold you accountable for anything you do.
1: Yeah, but our luck, someone else will be in that meeting that has Tourette's, syndrome. <laughs> and they'll be asking you to join one of these. <laughs> right,
0: a support group. I think there's only a couple things you gotta avoid. One, I already violated this one. Don't swear. Right. Two, don't punch anybody. Avoid physical violence at all costs. <laughs> you know, I'm sure that in most cases HR would frown upon that.
1: I was in a situation once where uh, the person leading the meeting was vac- actually intoxicated and was beca- becoming very, well, I guess you can say he was using foul language and so forth, and very abusive. To- especially to me, probably because he picked up on the fact that I had no idea what the meeting was about. (laughs) Yeah. And it became very combative, and I was with one of my employees who actually worked for me. And at that point, I just say, I'm not taking this anymore. And I I slammed my hand on the desk, and I said, I don't need to take this abuse. I'm out of here. And my biggest concern was my employee, whether or not he was coming with me or staying behind. Now, if he stayed behind, I would have looked like a jerk. So I kept looking back and looking back, and thank goodness he did get up and walk out with me. But that—that that was a very difficult meeting because it was right after lunch, and the guy drank at lunch. He was really drunk. But what are you going to do at that point? You just try to roll with it, and then you have to make a decision whether to stay or flee.
0: But there's another one. There's number three. Don't be intoxicated. <laughs>
1: no brainer. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know.
0: Common sense, you know, isn't all that common. Aren't there people that you personally don't invite to the meeting because you know they're going to screw it up somehow?
1: Well, I usually there's certain people that I do invite to the meeting because they can make up for what I don't know.
0: All right, fair they enough. They do
1: all the prep for me, and they make me look good. And then there's the ones, yes, that you don't want at the You do everything you can, and no matter what you do, they always find out about the meeting, and then they are.
0: Have you ever been in a situation where you yes. don't invite someone and they show up? Yes. What do you do?
1: Say, "What are you doing here?"
0: <laughs> I mean, I think that's perfectly okay. I think if someone shows up and they're not invited, you can say, "Excuse me, what you're not why you're here." Right. I mean, that might sound rude, but hey, you know, don't crash my freaking meeting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you were not invited. Get out.
0: Well, okay. I guess that's about enough of this. I'm sure other people have their own experiences. Uh, we got to figure out a way to, to get some feedback from folks. That will come down the line. But uh, hope everybody enjoyed this, and uh, we'll see you when we see you.